This is your travel radio podcast, dedicated to connecting you, the traveler, to travel professionals. You will hear from authors, destination specialists, linguists, CEOs, and travel advisors that can turn these experiences into your vacation of a lifetime. Questions, comments, suggestions? Please email info at travelradiopodcast.com. If you like what you are hearing, please leave us a review. Now, enjoy today's audio journey on the Travel Radio Podcast. Hello and welcome to Travel Radio. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and I am privileged today to have Tammy Weiler back on the program. Welcome, Tammy. Good, good morning, good afternoon. Hello, Megan. Hello. Thanks for having me back. Yes, Tammy, it's so nice to have you, and I really appreciate uh, the content that you give me because I think it touches on an area of travel that not a lot of people cover and not a lot of people cover well as far as um, both providers and even information that's available via podcast or, or the internet. So, Tammy, would you take a moment to introduce yourself and um, Singles Travel International? Yes, I'm uh, Tammy Weiler. I'm originally from Chicago, and I am the president and CEO of Singles Travel International, uh, celebrating 25 years this year. Congrats. Creating, yeah. That's a good run. Yes, and uh, we're we're creating life-changing experiences and unique opportunities for single baby boomers globally, and uh, we're proud to, to be able to be in this space. Okay, great. Now you say globally, and just to just to clarify, a lot of so we do have global listenership. That's actually about fifty percent U.S., fifty percent international, um, and a lot of U.S.-based travel agencies cannot sell travel to people outside of the United States. So you say internationally, can people go on your adventures if they are not located in the United States? Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Now, Tammy, let's talk about your. Well, give me an overview of what you guys do, the types of trip you do, and then we'll go into this kind of first ever exciting thing you have going on. So please tell us first about what you guys typically do for the single baby boomer traveler. Sure. We, from the very beginning, wanted to present a variety of opportunities for singles. And our mix is comprised of cruises, adventures, weekends, and tours. And we have approximately 25 to 30 vacations per year, mm. um, anywhere from a weekend getaway in Nashville, New York City, to um, full-length trips to the continent of Antarctica, wow. which is the ultimate bucket list <laughs> for most people to finish their list uh, to check up. So, yeah, so it's quite a variety from, you know, from A to Z. Okay, now I think that one of the hangups, and we've talked about this in your previous episode, but for people who haven't heard it, let's talk about single travelers who don't have a companion but would like to travel with a companion. Uh, tell us about your kind of, I don't want to say matchmaking because it's not, you know, not, it's not a love matchmaking service. It is a compatibility and companion service. So could you tell about that, please? Great. You did a good job. From the very beginning, we tried to accommodate single travelers. And um, in our in our world, Megan, we accommodate uh, singles, meaning 
travelers who are not married. So there's a distinction between solo and singles, and we definitely have honored that space for singles, knowing that when they come on the vacation with us, they want to meet other people who are just like them. And yes, even though we're not matchmaking, the environment is a lot more comfortable when everybody knows that the others are single as well. Okay. And it's a different it's a different feeling when you're when you're single, you don't have companions uh, at the ready to take a vacation with you. And when you're a solo traveler, the chances are that you have a partner, they're just not traveling. And so um, there's definitely a distinction in the needs of the traveler when they're absolutely single. Mm. So we fill the we fill that space for them, and um, I just wanted to make that clear because some companies have been extending to the solo traveler today to kind okay. of increase their base or whatever their motivation, but we have definitely taken a, a position that we want to keep this true for the single traveler. Okay, single so, unmarried traveler. Single unmarried, okay. and from the very beginning, we've offered a roommate matching program and it's evolved over the years to the point today where our website is the second part of who we are. We not only have the vacations, but we have a vibrant community of almost 25,000 single travelers who create a profile. They are able to send messages to one another. When they book a vacation, they have access to a private message board so that they're able to communicate about their upcoming trip in private and meet their roommates before they go. So it's unprecedented and it's been very successful because if you're going to invest in a vacation um, and spend seven days with somebody else in an accommodation, it's so, so helpful to be able to meet them in advance and know who they are and make sure that it's a great match. Sure. And I mean, why double pack, you know, that extension cord when you can just bring one? Just talk about it. That's out, right. <laughs> All right, cool. I mean, that's most the most benign thing I can possibly say right there. That was really dumb, but you know, you, I'm just trying to say okay. deconflicting double items. There you go. All right. No, yeah, that's that, that's definitely truly one of the things we recommend is a as a power strip. Bring a power strip if there's two people sharing. Now, probably sixty percent of our members take their own accommodations. Uh, that's a that's a trend that we've seen. When we started 25 years ago, it was reversed. Most people shared. And today, probably because of the age range, once we hit 50, 60, 70, we kind of like our own space. So sure. we're seeing a lot more of our members taking their own accommodations. And we have been very successful, although not my ultimate dream, um, which is to crack all of the cruise lines before um, I hit my grave, but we are working one by one and finding travel uh, cruise partners who appreciate the single traveler and we're negotiating low to no single supplement for our members. So that's that's an ongoing campaign for 25 years. I think that's the number one pain mm-hmm. uh, for the single traveler is that paying extra for their their room um, compared to when they share with somebody else. So, so we do do very well in that uh, arena. Sure. And just for people that aren't familiar with this single supplement, that is uh, the purpose of which is cruise lines 
base their fares on two people sharing a room. So when you put one person in the room, there's it throws their, their numbers off. So if you're a single person going into one room, as in one person occupying a room for two, you will be charged either the full amount or 50% typically of, of the second person's fare just to make their numbers work out for the cruise line. So anyway, STI is working to eliminate that for you. Is that, do you think that's a fair statement? Yes, yes, we sure are. Okay, great. Well, then let's talk about, you know, this really first of ever new thing that you're doing. Will you tell us a little bit about Singles Traveler International World Cruise? Yes, thank you for the announcement. Um, (laughs) In July, on July 10th of this year, we were on the President's uh, Club weekend in Montreal for the Jazz Fest, and we announced the first ever mm. uh, sing- Singles World Cruise. It's been a lifelong dream for many of our members, and, you know, I started hearing members talk about it. So we decided that the time had come, and with the age range that we cater to, being um, upper 50s, 60s, 70s, People are starting to retire, and they want to take a break. Mm-hmm. They've worked hard their whole lives, and this is a time for them to reflect about what their next step is. What is my life going to look like in this new, this new space that I have? And, mm-hmm. and so they're, they're excited about uh, spending 100 days at sea with uh, 31 cities, uh, four continents, three oceans, with plenty of visits, but lots of free time to take time for themselves. Uh, it's kind of mind blowing to me. Like a hundred days at sea, but if you have time and you you've experienced the U.S., I mean, go for it. That's awesome. Yeah, I, so I when I'm speaking to some of the members, I when they have some questions about the length of time, I said, you know, do you go to Florida for the winter? It's the same thing. It's like going to Florida for the winter. (laughs) We're going to get on board the Queen Mary too. And we're going to do the same things. We're going to eat, drink, dance, laugh, enjoy, have fun. Now we chose the Queen Mary too, because first of all, she is the ultimate in elegance and tradition Mm. and the design of the vessel makes her the safest ocean crossing cruise ship out there. She was absolutely designed as an ocean liner. Mm -hmm. So you're coming from England. Um, You have had some opportunity, haven't you, to, uh, did you do the crossing on the Queen Mary too? I did. That's how we moved here. And I have to say after I've been, you know, as a travel professional, I've been on a number of cruise ship inspections and we have also cruised a good amount. Uh, and we moved here on the Queen Mary too, and it is my favorite ship. And it is, first of all, it's kind of like in the Art Nouveau design. So I like, I like the aesthetics of it, but also it's just, uh, I don't know. It is a totally smooth sailing. So even though, you know, it's meant to do the North Atlantic, so it has stabilizers, but also I'm going to get this number wrong. So please verify it has like 28% more steel in the hull of the ship. So, you know, a wave hits it. It's going to take a lot to move this ship between the stabilizers and the sheer weight of the steel. Um, and then the staff are incredibly friendly. There was a really quirky photographer that my husband did not like. But other than that, it was an amazing experience. And we are about to 
get back on it uh, this July when we moved back to the States. And my husband was actually just on this summer because I sent him on a writing retreat sans internet to get his book done. So uh, we vote for the Queen Mary too, for just so, so, so many reasons. And if you think that you will be bored, you will not be bored. And I will get into that, Tam, because I know you're going to talk about all the things there are to do on the ship. Um, and it's just incredible. High end, everything, great customer service. And even the interior rooms are very spacious with really clever ways to store things. So that's my plug. I like this <laughs> ship. I like this ship a lot. So there you go. I didn't get paid to say that's, that either. That's, that's great. Well, you've had firsthand experience. And sometimes there's no other better way to understand whether a destination or a particular um, way to see a destination. There's nothing like firsthand. And you can't even imagine it. Uh, we produced a video so that we could help our members get a taste. And uh, tomorrow... We'll be on board the Queen Mary 2 in Brooklyn, New York, mm. with 25 of our very lucky members from the tri-state area who were invited to join me for a tour of the ship. Oh, my gosh. I have such a, jealousy a, an, right now. I, you know, and an afternoon tea. It's so great. We're all pretty excited and just wanting to, um, you know, remind listeners that our Facebook page uh, will have some live shots, not only tomorrow, but all through the next year to help everybody understand what it's like to be on the Queen Mary 2. But getting back to the uh, construction, another reason we chose, she is the most beautiful. She's mm -hmm. the seventh largest vessel afloat right now. And in 2004, when we first started taking our singles on board the Queen Mary 2, she was the longest, tallest, um, widest, grandest vessel at sea. It was at the time the most expensive hmm. ship ever built. I didn't know and that. She was, yeah, and she's the only one that uh, she is truly um, in the category of ocean liner. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about a world cruise, we're going to be crossing three different oceans, and over the course of 99 nights and 100 days, the weather will be variable. Mm -hmm. We are very comfortable with going aboard the Queen Mary 2 because of her uh, safety yes. that she'll be able to provide our cruisers. And the steel hull, um, which is, they, it's actually a sharp bow and it's a very deep hull and that's um, designed to reduce the re resistance on such a long vessel. Yes. But the, the steel reinforced hull goes up higher than any other vessel uh, so that she is able to navigate these, um, these waters such as the Atlantic, the North Atlantic on her transatlantic crossings, which is her, her summer itinerary. Yeah. I'll tell so you we're what. Feeling, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, we're just, we're just feeling really, um, just serene about the choice for the very first singles world cruise <laughs> aboard the Queen Mary 2. Yeah, and I'll tell you two observations. One is when we came over this last time, I don't think it was on my husband's trip out just this time. He came from Southampton to New York and then flew back. But on our trip from Brooklyn to Southampton, the ship was at capacity, which was something like 2,000 adults. And I think we had 200 children. It was the most children they had ever had on a ship. And it never felt crowded. Never. It's it's a big ship, but they 
didn't, like it's not designed to cram people in. It's a nice, nice vessel. So there's one observation. The other observation or thing I would like to add as far as stability goes, there was one day when the captain said, oh, it might be a little rougher. So you might notice some things, but don't worry. We'll work hard. It'll be fine. And we were playing games, one of the side corridors with the portholes. You can play, They'll have, there's a supply of board games you can play there. But you can bring your own too, of course. And the, and the waves were visibly a little daunting. However, the only reason we knew that the ship was even moving was because my chair had one of the little footies missing. And so when the ship, you know, would rock down to one side, my chair would go chunk, and then like, you know, 15 seconds later, going back the other way, it would go chunk as it lifted off the ground again. And otherwise, walking around the ship, you never felt that movement underfoot. There was no seasickness. So unless you're very sensitive, I don't know that you will notice. It's, it's a really nice ship. So that's my two cents. That's all I got. That's it. Do you remember, I mean, what would you say the wavelength was that, uh, not the wavelength, but the wave height uh, in that particular day? Now, in my mind, it was, they were splashing to like the fourth level, but I'm not okay. sure if I was sitting on the fourth level or if they were splashing up to the fourth level, but we were in, we were, we were sitting at the portholes and it was splashing up way higher, like multiple balconies up and, and it was unnoticeable. So to me, okay, you know, but I, you know, I like a roller coaster, but I, you know, really the only thing I could tell <laughs> was that the footy was missing from my chair and my kids thought it was hilarious that it was my chair that, <laughs> that was, that was doing the rocking. So, um, yeah, I'll ask my husband if he remembers, I'll put it in the show notes, but there you go. So Tammy, do you want to tell us a little bit about, we talked about matchmaking. We've talked about the ship is awesome. Do we want to talk about itinerary or activities what should we do? Sure. I, I'd love to cover both if it's possible. Yeah. You just tell me where to start. All right. Well, let's talk about the activities aboard the ship. And uh, that is, that's probably the number one question that I hear from somebody who's interested in the, in the cruise. Mm-hmm. What will I do? on all those sea days. Everything. Well, when they, yes, well, when they decided to build the Queen Mary 2, that was the prime, one of the primary objectives was entertaining passengers on a transatlantic crossing. So for those who don't know what that is, that's going from New York to Southampton, England, New York, New York from to Southampton, England. Mm-hmm. And the Queen Mary does this on a regular basis all summer. So for six or seven days, people are at sea. That was something that they had to overcome from the very beginning, other than make her safe. Sure. So they dedicated some very um, large amounts of space to unique things. Um, I just want to start from the top, which I think is there's no other ship that has a planetarium. That's true. It's called Illuminations, and they have full shows um, on board. They also uh, partner with Oxford University. Oh. And provide lectures. They have uh, six classrooms, and they focus on teaching things such as you know computer skills, uh, learning a new language. Uh, they've got famous authors that come aboard. About ninety days before we go, we'll find out who those special speakers are. And so there's a there's a very high emphasis on on learning, which is also. Um, in line with 
who our members are at this point in their lives, mm-hmm. trying to take their, their lives to, the, to a higher level. And they want to know what their life is going to look like. So they're, and they have time now. So imagine if you've always wanted to learn to play an instrument or learn a language or write a book, yeah. you might've been putting that off for 25, 35 years. And now you've got a hundred days to devote to, to that, uh, to that, making that dream come true. Um, the other feature that I particularly like, uh, Sergio and I are dancers, and we, I, I've seen so many people take a vacation and stand on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. And so our hope is that we'll encourage our members to take lessons. There will be professional dance instructors on board. Oh, and you know what, Megan? There are 10 gentlemen host dancers. Oh, so cool for all the ladies who will be with us, uh, we, you know, Sergio will dance, but uh, he's only one person on our <laughs> team. There will be 10 other gentlemen dancers and every night in the grand ballroom, they have a full orchestra. Yes. So before dinner each night, we have a chance to go in, listen to a full orchestra and dance. There'll be dance lessons, dance classes. Uh, and so we're, we're really excited about that. Yeah, and the professional dancers the, will do kind of um, the before the balls, the, the gala nights. A lot of times they'll demonstrate one of their specialty dances, and it's incredible. It's and they, you know, those they're like whisking those ladies around. It's just amazing. Anyway, it's a good time. Take advantage of it. Step, it's truly, it's truly a step back in time mm-hmm. of the, you know, the the, the grand gala cruising that was, um, in the earlier part of, uh, of the, of the century, uh, last century, I should say, we're in the 2000s now. Uh, my first cruise was in the early seventies, I believe. And so I have great memories of mm. cruising growing up, um, as a teenager, uh, our company, uh, even though we're celebrating 25 years with Singles Travel International. Um, my my mother founded our company in 1980, so we're just at 40 years now. Okay, and we've had a great uh, a great opportunity to to sail for such a long time. So I love all the new ships now and all the innovations and um, and the entertainment. I still have a place in my heart for that <clears throat> that old world style. Yeah, and that's they do what it the we're best. experience on the Queen Mary. They really do. They really do. Now, what about? Uh, like, so what? Go ahead. No, that's okay. Go for it. I was going to say what. So, and we know that they have world class lectures. We know that they have the planetarium. Which, by the way, planetarium. When they say you need to be in line at nine for tickets, they really mean it. They go quick. So, get those. What about well, when you travel with Singles Travel International, you never wait in line. And I don't mean that just on the Queen Mary, but on all of our vacations. We have a concierge team that travels with our members, and concierge is exactly the most fitting uh, description. They are there to take care, buffer our members uh, against any kind of um, you know unnecessary inconveniences and we absolutely wait in line. We get the tickets for you. We do mm. all of those things so that you spend your time having a having a great vacation. Oh, Tammy, you offer a fancy so, product. That's nice. 
We, re- we really do. And, uh, you know, uh, there, there are some comparisons, but at the end of the day, I know that members come and say with STI or with Singles Travel International, I know I'm going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. I know that every detail will be taken care of and all I have to do is show up. It's, it's nice. Awesome. What about, well, so, ahead. sorry, I keep running yeah, over you. I was going to say that that's okay. I might be running over you. <laughs> Um, just talking about, um, how you spend your time aboard the Queen Mary too. So we've talked about the learning and the enrichment. There's also a, a focus on gastronomy mm-hmm. and health and beauty. They have a Canyon Ranch spa on board. Yes, they do. And it's nice. Yeah. So, I mean, not only just a spa, but the Canyon Ranch spa with any service that you can imagine. I did acupuncture one time while I was on board several years ago, and I don't think I'll go back for that, but just to give you a <laughs> range of services that are available, um, they have 15 bars and restaurants, an 8,000 book library. It is of the course, nicest library I've ever seen. And they have real books, not just books people have left on the ship. They're, it's a real library that has books you want to read. It's good. That's right. That's right. They sure do. So um, some of the 8,000, some are digital and some are hardcover. The majority are hardcover. Just It's, it's, a, it's a regal library. <laughs> so we'll have that to do. Beautiful uh, um, uh, ballroom, as we talked about earlier, and 15 bars and restaurants. So we've got a lot of opportunities to, to, entertain, to entertain ourselves uh, in the 100 days that we'll be on board the ship. Sure. And I just want to say that there is a secret elevator that we like to take and it's from the Canyon Branch spa. And I think it goes up to like the Commodore lounge, which is the whiskey lounge that overlooks, I think the aft of the ship, maybe it's the forward, but there's a secret elevator that you can take that we felt so like we were cool. We found the secret elevator <laughs> and I it's, love that. Yeah. So, so you can, you know, have your whiskey and then go down for some pampering. It works out. <laughs> You're about nice and, um, and relaxed for, for your spa treatment. Yeah. Now, um, there are art classes. I have to give them a shout out for their art classes. Cause my husband was on there to write and he, um, he had, you know, I said, don't, don't get in a slump, go do something that's completely different and sign, just sign up for something you would never do. So he signed up for watercoloring and you'll, you know, you want I think that they sell you your supplies and then I think that you can just continue to go to the class as long as you have supplies. And the teacher was excellent and he came home with for real art that he made and then he taught my children. So I just have to say that their instruction is very good for the art lessons if you want to take them. And, um, and I'll leave it at that. Oh, that sounds great. That's one other, that's one other area that I, I love all the creative, you know, our lives are busy. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're running from one event to another and work and back home and all the responsibilities. We barely take time to even reflect on the day, much less um, work on something creative. I know myself, I'm, I'm, I'm a lifelong musician, want to be. <laughs> and every year I would say, 
okay, if I start today, I'll be as good as Eric Clapton in 30 years, right? That's right. <laughs> and so I still don't play guitar, but I picked up the ukulele recently, and oh. it's a little bit easier with the four strings. Mm-hmm. But even that 15 minutes a day that they say is um, a healthy practice to improve your skills is difficult for me to fit in. So I'm looking forward to practicing um, and sharing my skills with some of the members on board the Queen Mary 2. Wonderful. Now, do you have any gamblers? Because they do have a casino. I guarantee we'll have some gamblers in the group. And (laughs) even if we don't, uh, that's another skill set that I have. So if somebody wants to learn how to play blackjack or (laughs) craps, uh, that's a game. Of course, if you've been cruising since you're 15 years old, you learn how to do those things. And uh, and so uh, we'll, we'll probably end up doing a couple of classes. The casino is always on every ship willing to um, teach <laughs> the guests how to play. Yes, they At are. At the end of the day, it's to their to their benefit. So, but that's you know what sometimes that's that's um, a, an area of discomfort. Mm-hmm. If you, when we don't know how to do something, we're a little uneasy about it the first time. You know, yesterday in um, preparation for the the tea aboard the Queen Mary, I was watching some videos, and you're in England, so you know how serious this can be. And can be. I found a very interesting um, expert on the etiquette surrounding the high tea. I chose not to show it to my U.S. based <laughs> <laughs> members because I thought that they probably would run in the other direction. But, but once you try something for the first time, we're all a little bit insecure, a little bit uneasy. Everybody wants to do it well the first time. But we're going to work on um, on that with our members and, and help them step forward little by little and try new things and become um, confident in their new abilities, right? So we're going to be building courage over Good. those 100 days for sure. Nice. Well, do you want to talk about the itinerary a little bit? Yes, yes, I definitely do. And the focus of the 99 nights, as I said earlier, is we're going to be visiting four continents and 31 cities with a concentration. We leave from Southampton, uh, mm-hmm. England, on January 10th. We have included everything in our package for the most part, other than the excursions. But we also thought that it would be very important for our members to uh, come in a day early and start to meet one another and make sure we don't miss the boat, right? So right. The ship. <laughs> That's important. And so we've included a pre-night cruise package in, uh, in London. Oh, nice. So we'll start off in London on January 9th, and we'll take everybody on the morning of the 10th after breakfast down to Southampton. And uh, we're at sea for a couple of days, and we're rounding out the um, the continent of Europe, and then we head straight for South Africa. And then we'll spend about seven days in Cape Town, Port Elizabeth, and Durban. Okay. And at that time, we are offering – so one of the benefits of being in the travel business for 25 years is that we have partnerships around the world. Yep. We have an incredible – company that we work with in South Africa, and they've put together a three-day safari for us. So we'll be taking our members off. It's an option, but they will have the opportunity to come with us on a very exclusive three-day safari that will be better than 
anything that they could possibly imagine. Um, if anybody has been to South Africa before or has dreamed about going, mm-hmm. right? those who, of us who have gone, first of all, it's life changing. There's something about Africa that, that, that we come back home a different person. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't imagine uh, taking our members to, to South Africa without that safari experience. Now, did I see something that if someone booked before a certain date, this this or a safari was included? It is true. It's up till October 6th. And so um, based on the podcast publication. Ah, they're going to miss it. Nerds. Right. But, but there will be another promotion. We, um, we are always offering a little bit of a, of a carrot for members to, to take our vacations. And a point that I want to make is that it's always best to book early. Our best offers come early. And as we yeah. get closer, they, they diminish. Uh, but we always have a little something. So um, take a look at the website when um, you listen to the podcast and uh, there, there'll be something for, for you. And um, as we move forward, we added this, the safari as our first experience, but we will have probably five or six experiences that will be exclusive Singles Travel International, leveraging the partnerships that we have in the different places. Cool. So as we move away from um, Africa, we have uh, a day in Mauritius and Reunion Islands, which you'll never get to unless you do one of these cruises. Right. And after several days at sea, we're going to spend Valentine's Week in Australia. Wow. And it's quite comprehensive. Our first port stop is Perth and then uh, Margaret River. Adelaide, we'll do some wine tasting there. We had mm-hmm. Melbourne, then Sydney for a couple of days. We'll do an overnight in Sydney. We will absolutely have an exclusive there. And then we go to Brisbane and finally Cannes. So they'll be able to uh, dive or snorkel the Great Barrier Reef on oh, this wow. cruise. Wow. And I think what yeah. people don't realize is how huge Australia is. So to be able to go around it by boat, I mean, you're you're in transit while you're sleeping, so you just you get to experience so much of the country while you know in a short period of time. So that's a, that's a good opportunity. It sure is, and we are almost circumnavigating. Um, the last stop is Darwin before we head off to Indonesia, and you know we're really only going to miss the Ayers Rock piece, which is in the middle. And Mm -hmm. some people love to do that when they go to Australia. They feel that completes the journey for them. But you know what? You'll have to go back again someday. We're really (laughs) doing a comprehensive visit with our uh, eight or nine days uh, around Australia. Yeah, I think you've done well. That's always a (laughs) bit of (laughs) And and the Aussies are always fun. So shout out to our Aussie members. We have several of them and some from New Zealand. So um, we love visiting and we love having them on board with us. Great. Um, after um, Australia and Indonesia, we head over to Asia. Mm-hmm. And some of the highlights uh, for for us there is an overnight in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. We are going to be visiting a couple of ports in Vietnam. We're going to do Huawei which is the China Beach location. Okay. And then, um, of course, Ho Chi Minh City, which is, formerly Saigon, okay. uh, overnight in Singapore on St. Patrick's Day. So that'll That's be a fun celebration. <laughs> do they do anything? Mm-hmm. Do they celebrate no, St. Patrick's Day? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. All right. You're going to have like a little, 
You're going to, uh, what is it, Sapporo? You're going to put your green dye into your Sapporo. Cheers. Yes. Yeah. So we, you know, we always um, have themes on our cruises. That's a hallmark of Singles Travel International. I think it helps people get out of their shell uh, and and get comfortable with uh, with just some fun activities and and imagine somebody that they might be. That sounds exciting. So then, what happens after China? Or sorry, Asia. So, Asia in um, general. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Malaysia. Then we head over to Sri Lanka, and now we um, hit the the Middle Eastern area. So we have Abu Dhabi, an overnight again in Dubai, where oh, wow. we will have a single travel international exclusive there. Uh, we visit two cities in Oman, and then I think a highlight for members will be Petra. So we'll be yes. able to um, visit the the caves in Petra. We transit the Suez Canal. And our last visits are in the southern Europe uh, coast, hitting Athens, Barcelona, and then back to Southampton on April 20th. Oh, man. I, I just feel like the thing that I just instantly thought about was, you know, buy a camera or just make sure you have excellent storage on your phone before you get out on this trip because just the, the pictures you're going to take are going to be incredible. Yeah, it's definitely the bucket list journey. That's really neat. So um, what else do people need to know? Where can they find you online? We're at uh, www.singlestravelintl.com. We're uh, also on Facebook with facebook.com slash singlestravelinternational. Twitter and Instagram, Singles Travel, and uh, we are at 877-765-6874 for uh, toll-free calling from most of the world. So we we would invite uh, members to give us a call if they have some questions. And I will put Um, all of those in the show notes, but um, let me also give you a chance to add in anything that we've forgotten. What else is in your notes that you'd right. like to cover? I'd like to say that um, we we have a, for those who really want to make this happen and are wondering how they might be able to afford it, we have okay. a payment plan option Nice. in addition to the roommate sharing. So those two, um, those two benefits really make it possible for many more members than might be able to do this. And I early on said that I heard some members talking about the singles, I mean, about a world cruise. The other thing was that um, I was getting calls to be matched. Okay. So, so that was the time that made sense for us to do that. But it is, it's a risk for us, for sure, because we are going to guarantee the matches. But we know that with our experience and the technology where the members are able to connect in advance, um, in addition to some online parties that we'll be having to get everybody together before the cruise, that that uh, shouldn't be a problem at all. Okay, great. And I will put everything in the show notes. I'll include your YouTube channel too and the video you created because I watched it and um, it, it, I think it's a very fair, accurate, and exciting video of both giving and, you know, illustrating for uh, viewers what the Queen Mary 2 experience will be like and also, you know, 
your actual clients talking about why they're excited for this cruise. And I think that's really great. So I'll put that in the show notes so people, or actually I'll just put it right in the body of the show page so people can just click on it and see. And, um, okay. Yeah. And this is exciting. What Uh, else? Yeah. Well, I just would like to pose a, uh, a question to the listeners and that is life is short, right? Time is our most, valued commodity and who could you be after a hundred days aboard the queen mary too yeah i mean you could bring a quilting project you could get that done sitting there (laughs) and there's loads of relaxing places with a four-piece orchestra playing or a harpist i mean it's incredible it's a good trip all right well if anyone has i um, I imagine go ahead oh sorry i was gonna say i imagine that by the end of this trip um, given my propensity for helping people make dreams come true, that some of our members will be in the band. <laughs> <laughs> that would be exciting. Really, the musicians are a highlight on the ship. They are very good. Uh, so, And they have, oh, one thing that you haven't seen since your last trip, Tammy, is they have a new wall. Like, um, it's, a, I don't, it's like, I don't even know. It's this crazy wall that's entirely digital. And somehow these doors appear and disappear and people come in and out of them. So the, the shows are very good and the, you know, it's mm. really neat technology. Um, but all right, I'm going to put all this together in the show notes so people have every way possible to contact you. And um, if anyone has questions, it'll be too late for Tammy's tea to see online when this episode publishes. However, I will be on the ship this July. And if you have questions or you want to see something, I would happily take pictures for you. Uh, if, if I, you know, I can't get into people's staterooms probably and show you an exact stateroom, but I can probably take pictures and videos of areas that you're interested in. So Tammy, I'll do that for you if people have interest, cause I'll be on that ship. So let me know if anybody Great. asks you. Yeah. Okay. And tomorrow, my intention with the tour is to uh, be able to show some of the uh, ship will be recording and taking video. And and I imagine they will take us into some of the suites. I would like to get into those because we do have a couple of members who booked the Princess Grill already. Oh, yeah. We didn't have time to talk about that. But, uh, but we will be highlighting the cabins, the public space. Of course, the tea. So we'll have those videos available on our YouTube station. So okay. let's share information and help people understand more about what a fabulous opportunity it is just mm-hmm. to go on the Queen Mary 2, um, much less the world cruise. The first single world cruise ever. <laughs> nice. Hey, you got any clients from Bucks County, Pennsylvania? They're going to meet you. I tomorrow? probably do. I probably do. Oh, oh, those are tomorrow. my people. Yeah, those are my people. Oh, oh my gosh. You yeah. know, um, I we have several travelers from Pennsylvania, but um, I'm I, I don't I think for really for tomorrow, I think it's um, everybody is either New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut. That's all right. That's all right. They'll still enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, actually, two of my <laughs> Pennsylvania favorites are on a trip right now. So that's what happened. Some of the some of our members from the area are uh, are actually on a trip with us right now. So well, that's we a good to problem to have. All right, exactly, exactly. Well, Terry, thanks, Megan. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm glad that you joined me again. I'm glad this information will be available to listeners because yeah, I think that it's a demographic that wants to travel and doesn't necessarily know what options they have and you guys do great options. So thank you for being on the show and um, 
I look forward to having you back on when you do your next world first or whatever you do again. You're always creative like that. My pleasure. And we're all grateful for you, Megan. Thanks for bringing this information to uh, to the travelers out there. Yeah, Appreciate you're wonderful. It. All right. This is Megan Chapa of Travel Radio Podcast saying good night or good morning. There you go. All right. <laughs>